Hey, hey, sweet, beautiful sister friend. I am just first so glad that you are here and I'm so blessed that we get to connect here in this space. We're gonna dive into this podcast talking each week about how to care for our bodies, caring for our temples, what that looks like, the truth God says about us, getting some truth bombs thrown at you with so much love and so much grace from me and just God being able to utilize this space to help us grow together in our faith, in our fitness, in our discipline, in our motivation and helping us just to excel in our lives and just utilize fitness to be a catalyst to helping our, us transform in our hearts, our minds, our bodies, our souls. And I'm just so blessed and grateful that you are here. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, it is Friday. I hope you are having a blessed day today whenever you are listening to this. Um, I am currently recording this a few days earlier and I'm excited that I get to record this because I was supposed to be starting my new nursing job this week and some paperwork and things did not go through all the way yet. So we are waiting a couple more weeks, um, but officially accepted the job and going to be really, really busy here shortly. But I was pumped to be able to get another Friday bonus episode out to you. This one isn't going to be a super long one, but it's got some meat to it. Oh my goodness, it is. It's it is pretty, pretty stinking good because I feel like this is very common. Um, and I was so glad with one, with one of my good friends in my Lace with Grace community that um, I'm mentoring in that ministry. She actually brought this up as a topic that she thinks we should talk about. And I was like, oh my gosh, that yes, that is for sure one that's going to be happening on the podcast. We need to discuss this. We need to chat about that. And so we're going to get real. We're going to get raw here and we're going to get, uh, I may, I don't know if I'm going to step on toes today. We may, we may, I don't know. Maybe the Holy Spirit's going to drop some truth bombs through me this, this morning or today um, as you're listening to this. But the topic was, hey, Kels, what do we do when we have when we have fallen off or fallen fallen back or fallen back into sin or fallen off our health and fitness journeys? What happens when, what do we do when we fall short, when we backtrack? That's more of a word I want to use, backtrack, when we backtrack and we're not on, we're not on course with our fitness, but also with our faith. What if we've been following the Lord? We've been really on this great, amazing path. We feel, we feel more connected to him. We feel like we're stronger in our faith. Our hope is stronger. We're living correctly. We're living, living accordingly to what he wants our life to be like. And we feel like we're, we're getting closer and closer to being more like him every day. Like we, we feel like we're really good on our faith, right? And then we sin and then we fall off course. We're feeling really, really good on our on our health and fitness journey, and we're getting our nutrients in every day like we should, and we're nourishing our bodies well, we're fueling our bodies well, we're listening to good content and fueling our minds and, and in prayer, and we're being disciplined and motivated with all the things, and then a crap storm happens. Life hits the fan, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, now what? I've fallen back. I've fallen short. I've messed this up. I have some things and tips that I want to share with you today and some scripture that I think is really going to help you with both of these topics. Because again, I think it's pretty rad that we can relate and I'm not, I'm not putting fitness on a pedestal next to our relationship with Christ, right? I'm just, I love that there are so many things that connect with fitness, with our fitness journeys and with our faith walk and our fitness journeys. I just think it's so cool how we can connect so many of these things. So Kels, what do we do when we have 
fallen back, when we fell off, when we were on the right path and now we're not. What now? So the first thing I want to share with you is Second Chronicles 39. For the Lord your God is gracious and compassionate. He will not turn his face from you if you return to him. So I want you to remember, I don't, and I've said this a million and five times, and grace is a huge part of this podcast, his grace and his mercy and his love. I need you to remember that his grace isn't just sufficient for your neighbor, isn't just sufficient for your daughter, isn't just sufficient for your dad or another loved one or your coworker or someone who's done something really, really bad or someone who in your eyes hasn't done something that bad. Grace is sufficient for you. His grace is sufficient for you. And if you return to him with a repentant heart, you return to him with a heart that chooses him, that is, a, that is in a good spot. He knows your heart's intent. He knows your heart's intent. So if you return to our good, good father, which any father, right? Any father is probably going to be disappointed with us. Because they love us and they want what's best for us. So when we fall, when we stumble, when we fall short, when we fall off track, yeah, he's going to be disappointed. But the good thing about our God, the great thing about our God, the beautiful thing about our God, about your God, sis, is if you turn to him, he is never going to turn his face from you. He is always going to accept you and love you. If you go to him with a repentant heart and say, God, listen, I freaking messed up. I have fallen off. I have not been the daughter of the king that I want to be. I have not done and, and been in the right spot and, and followed your plan and done everything accordingly to what I know that you, the, the walk and the path that you want me to take, Lord. I have not done that this week. I've not done that today. I've not done this that this second. When you go to him with that kind of humbling heart and that good intent in your heart and saying, Lord, I suck. I'm messed up today. Like, help me now. He does not turn his face from you. He never turns his face from you. It reminds me of Romans. Again, Romans 8, I think it's 38. Romans 8, 38. And if I am wrong on that, I'll correct myself in the show notes. But from the east, from the west, valley to the mountain, like everything. I'm not quoting this scripture correctly, like for sure. But like anything, nothing in this world can separate you from his love for you nothing far as from the east is from the west nothing can separate his love for you so turn back to him so that kind of goes with with number one the the first tip i'm going to give to you is grace in your health and in your fitness and in your faith grace is sufficient for you that's not it's not just for your neighbor it's not just for your sister it's not just for your daughter it's not just for the person you know down the street it is for you too. I think in our minds sometimes we think, and I know I've been there. Trust me, I've been there. I know I've been there where I've been like, yeah, it's, it's good for, I believe that it's for everyone else, but not for me. It's not good enough for me. And you know, that, that seems as though like we're hiding and we're, we're running away from the Lord and, and we don't really, you know, want to be in his presence and we don't feel like we're good enough. But in the same sense, that's arrogance, sis. And I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to myself here because that's ne- this is a reminder for Kelsey too. It's arrogant for you to think that his grace is not sufficient for you. The all-powerful king, his grace is enough for you. 
It is for you. We don't get to decide that. How arrogant of us to think that it's not enough for us. It is. It is, sis. So there's there's a couple things that happen when, and I want to backtrack just a second here before I go into the rest of the steps. There's a couple things that'll happen when someone falls off course in their health and fitness journey or in their faith walk that I've noticed when mentoring women one-on-one in my old coaching business, there were a couple things that would happen. There's one group of people that they would just, they would just run. They would hide. They would not be anywhere. They would not show up. They would not post on anything. They wouldn't be accountable. I wouldn't hear anything from them. I would try to connect with them and they were just gone. They were vanished. They boom, didn't want anything to do with anymore. And I always used to think that that was me, that I had done something wrong as their coach and their guide, their guider or their mentor on helping them. But then they would come back around months later and they were like, I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed that I fell off course. And this is where grace comes in. And this is what I, when I say, sister, we can't be embarrassed and hide. Because you're not, again, you are not going to stay on course 24-7. If you think that you are, you are already letting yourself down. In your faith and in your relationship with Christ and in your fitness, if you think that you are never going to stumble, huh, you got a tough thing coming. Because it is, it's going to happen. I'm not trying to be discouraging, but it is going to happen. So we can't hide. We can't be ashamed. We can't be embarrassed. We need to go to him. That's when he wants, he wants us all the time, but I truly feel he wants us most when we're at our weakest and we, we feel like we have nothing. We still have him and we can go to him. He wants you then. We can't hide. We can't be ashamed. We can't be embarrassed. So you can't be embarrassed when you fall off of your, of your nutrition, especially ladies of you that are in my, in my health and wellness ministry, my faith and fitness ministry online in the Lace with Grace community. Don't you dare, listen to me right now. Don't you dare not continue to engage and not continue to stay connected and feel like you're being condemned or feel like you're ashamed or embarrassed because you have fallen off of your nutrition or your water intake or your fitness journey and you're not doing your workouts. Don't you dare back down. Don't you dare hide. Don't you dare be ashamed or embarrassed because we all do it. Every single one of us. I don't care if you look at everyone in that group and you're like, well, she doesn't do it. She's, I promise you we're falling short somewhere, okay? I promise you. So number one, give yourself grace, okay? The second group of people, there's that first group that'll run and hide. There's that second group of people that is like, okay, tomorrow's a new day. Here we go. Okay, I'm repenting. I'm going to the Lord. I'm showing him all of me because he already knows all of it anyway. So I don't know why we try to hide and we're ashamed and we're embarrassed because he already knows it all anyways. I'm going to him and I'm repenting. I'm asking for his strength. I'm asking for his discipline. I'm asking for his motivation. And I'm showing up tomorrow because it's a new day. I'm made new in Christ tomorrow. Right? Can I get an amen? I'm made new in Christ tomorrow. I'm showing up that, that then, there, now, like it's happening. Forgetting my past, forgetting my me falling short and falling off track. I'm forgetting that. Tomorrow's a new day. Give yourself grace, number one. Number two is pivot. I don't mean just pivot your plan. Like you were going this way, you fell off, so now we need to pivot your plan. That's one thing we need to do. Yeah, you need to readdress and redirect and see, reassess, I should say. Reassess your plan and see if it's something that you can actually stay consistent with. Because if it's not, that ain't a plan you want to stick on. 
we need to pivot. We need to find a plan that's going to be sustainable for Kelsey, sustainable for you. Find a plan that you can stay consistent with and you know that you're going to enjoy and it's something that you're going to be able to maintain, right? But we also want to redirect our thoughts. We want to redirect our mind. We want to redirect our heart. We want to redirect our action. We're pivoting all of that when we've fallen off from Christ and from our faith and fitness journey. If our thoughts are in the hole, if they're a negative, what do we do to make them positive? I need you to redirect and pivot. What can you do today to make your thoughts more positive today? We can't control the first thought. We can control the second one, the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one, the sixth one. You get the point. We can't control the first one, but you can decide whether you're going to continue thinking that the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, the sixth time. Okay? So we're redirecting that. We're going to fill our minds with some scripture, right? Because that's going to be positive. That's going to be something that's going to be sustaining. That's something that's going to be fulfilling. That's going to help us pivot our mindset. We're going to pivot our actions, When you fell off course, what were the actions that led to or the habits that led to you falling off course? We're going to pivot. We're going to to make a slight adjustment. How can we pivot those actions and those behaviors and those those habits, right? We're going to make them more positive. Your heart. We're going to pivot our heart. Again, are you on the health and fitness journey? And are you in your devotionals and in your Bible each day just because it's something to check off? It's a checklist? Or is your heart in it? We're going to redirect. I don't know if you just heard my stomach, but it just growled real loud. And that's on the podcast. I'm going to laugh. But we're going to redirect your heart because of the focus of, of why you're doing it. What's the focus? We're not on our health and fitness journey, sisters, to check off a box. Oh my gosh, I got to do it again. I got to show up for my workout. I have to eat healthy. I have to drink this water. I have to move my body. I'm just checking it off. No, sister, you're doing it for your heavenly father who gave you that body, who gave you that temple, who gave you that gift. You're honoring him today because you're going out and you're moving your body. You're worshiping him through that movement. Did you know that? You're spending time with him through that movement. You can spend time with your father, your creator, the one that loves you dearly, that desires to spend every waking moment with you. You can use that movement as that time to spend time with him. Absolutely. That's where our heart needs to be. That's where we need to pivot. That's where we need to redirect. Same thing with your faith. Are you going to church on Sunday morning just because you have to? Are you checking off a box? Are you reading your devotionals every day because you're checking off a box? I'm not just preaching at you right now. Listen to me right now. I don't want it to feel as though I'm preaching at you. I'm preaching at myself right now too because there are many mornings where I'm checking off a box. I don't want that. I want my heart to pivot. I want to be in the right spot. So that's number two. Number one is give yourself grace. Grace is sufficient for you. Two is pivot, redirect. Three, surround yourself with loving, Bible-believing, Christian, compassionate, truth bomb sisters. (laughs) That's what I'm going to say. Truth bomb sisters. People that will drop the truth on you because they love you, not because they're trying to condemn you or convict you. But surround yourself with those people. And maybe maybe you're not a believer and you don't really know any, any believer Christian friends. That is okay. First of all, you need to get interlaced with Grace Ministry because there's a whole heck of a lot of this in there. And I can drop the link in the show notes so that you can get into the Lace with Grace Ministry so that you can have those Bible-believing, love and compassionate women holding you accountable and dropping some truth bombs. Um, secondly, get some buddies 
get some best friends, get some family members that you know that love you dearly and that will help hold you accountable. And they have the same like-minded goals that you do when it comes to getting closer with Christ. Maybe you don't know him quite yet, but you want to, you're curious, you have the same, you have friends that are similar or family members that are similar. You want to hold each other accountable to that, right? Same thing with your health and fitness. Maybe you're just starting out. You don't have a whole lot of buddies that are super fit or that have been working out for a long time, but you have some people in your life that you know will help hold you accountable because they have those same goals. They want to, they want to venture and be, be further along on their journey in that area and be more disciplined and more motivated and all those things. Get some, get a group of people that you know, love and trust and they, and that they love you and you know, they're going to help hold you accountable. That's number three. Number four, we're going to recommit. We're just going to recommit. We're going to recommit to loving Jesus. We're going to recommit And I don't just mean checking off a box. I mean wholeheartedly pursuing and loving Jesus. I'm I'm also talking to myself here. Because there are days, there are moments where I get in this real pity mode. This real, my mom, if my mom's listening to this, she'll be like, oh, hell, hallelujah. I didn't, I didn't say the curse word. I was saying hallelujah. Hallelujah, right? (sighs) Hallelujah. Kelsey gets in this negative mindset and you just cannot pull her out of it. I get in that spot. We're going to recommit to loving our Lord, loving ourselves, understanding his grace is sufficient for us, not just everyone else. Because remember, that's arrogant to think that his grace is not sufficient for you. That is arrogant. We're not going to be that way anymore. We're going to recommit to our fitness program. We're going to recommit to our nutrition. We're going to recommit to spending daily time with Jesus. Because every time that we hold those promises that we make to ourselves, not just to Jesus, but also to ourselves... Our confidence bucket, and I've talked about this in a previous podcast, our confidence bucket is filled a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Every time we keep those promises to ourselves, it helps us be more disciplined because our confidence is growing in what we're doing. Not just our confidence in ourselves, but our confidence in Jesus because we know, right? We know that we're not the ones that are creating the results. We're not the ones that are creating the benefits in these journeys. It is God working through us, but our actions, we're recommitting our actions recommitting our mindset to be in a good spot, recommitting our hearts to be in a good spot and right standing, right? So we're going to recommit. So that's number one is grace is is sufficient for you. It is also for you. Number two, we're going to pivot in our plan, in our thoughts, in our heart, right? Number three, we're going to surround ourselves with loving, compassionate people that are going to hold us accountable. Number four, we're recommitting. We're recommitting to ourselves. We're recommitting to Christ. We're recommitting to having faith in him. We're recommitting to having more discipline and discernment and motivation. We're recommitting because those promises that we're going to keep to ourselves and also to Christ are going to keep filling that confidence bucket, which is going to keep helping us. And he's going to keep giving us that, that discipline muscle is going to be keep, keep being grown through him because we keep those promises to ourselves. And again, this is my reminder to you, sis. We're not, we're not going to turn in embarrassment. We're not going to turn in shame. We're not going to go hide when we have fallen off course, when we have fallen short, when we have fallen down, because we all do it. Every single person does it. You sin every day. Whether you, whether you realize it or not, we sin every single day. And, and another thing that I've learned over the last course of the last couple of years is, you know, we classify in this world, we classify certain sins as, oh, those are really bad sins and those are okay sins. Like, since when is sin okay, first of all? Secondly, like, that's just what I'm, like, we classify them. We, we label them as, oh, 
that person murdered, but my lie today, uh, that's not that bad. God's okay with that. Like, I mean, it's not, I mean, he's not okay with it. He's probably just disappointed, but that person, like they're going to hell. Like that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, murder's awful, treacherous, but in God's eyes, if that person repents, if that person comes to him, my friend, if that murderer comes to him and says, Lord, and they, their heart is in the right spot and they, they have a repentant, humbled heart, he forgives them. He forgives them. But if that person who lied never comes to him and never asks for forgiveness, you know what I'm saying? Like Christ looks at our sin, all of our sin the same. He looks, sin is sin in his eyes. That's something that I have learned over the last couple of years. Sin is sin. And that's not something that I've always, and I I looked at that for other people, but not for myself. It's like I put myself on a higher pedestal. And I love these, I love these bonus Friday episodes because I get a little bit deeper with you guys about me personally and what's going on in my life. But so you get to know me a little bit more, but we can't, we can't put ourselves on that pedestal like that. Oh my gosh. But if I, if I committed that sin, that means I'm, I'm way worse than that person or I'm way, I'm way worse than this person. Like, no, he doesn't care about our past mistakes and our past sins. He cares about where our heart is. And if we come to him and we, we humble ourselves to him and we repent and we ask for his forgiveness and his grace and his love and his mercy, because we have the faith in him that he can take those things away and, and cast them aside and forget them. He doesn't remember them anymore. Right? One more verse I want to leave you with today is similar to the first one I shared. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive them of their sin and heal their land. He doesn't just forgive your sin. He's going to heal you. He's going to heal the circumstance around you. Someone said to me the other day that God doesn't care so much, and this is kind of off subject, but God doesn't care so much about what's going on around us. He cares more so of what's going on through us and in us. Sister, he's going to transform. He's going to heal what's going on in you. He's not so concerned what's going on around you because a lot of times what's going on around you, if those circumstances and those things would have never occurred, there wouldn't be an opportunity of growth in you. Isn't that so good? Isn't that so good? So you may have felt like you have fallen off course and your circumstances around you. I don't, I don't care how extravagant you think they are or how minuscule you think they are. If you have fallen off course, whether it's been in your faith walk or it's been in your fitness journey, I don't care if in your fitness journey you just forgot to drink your water or you've gained 50 pounds and that's how far you've fallen off. Go to him. Those circumstances around you, no matter what they are, they're there for a reason. We may not like them, but they're there because they're going to do something through you and in you that Christ is going to help. He's going to transform you because of those circumstances. Right? Same thing with your, with your faith walk. I don't care if you yelled at your kids today or you did something treacherous three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, nine, ten years ago. You did something treacherous. The circumstances and the, and, the, and the consequences that have occurred because of those circumstances, they're there for a reason and God's going to transform you. So don't, don't hide. Don't run. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. 
He already knows what's going on within you. He already knows every thought. He already knows your heart. So why not go to him? He already knows. If you've fallen off, if you've fallen short, if you've backtracked, sis, it's okay. Because he's going to do something in you. He's going to do something through you and transform you, your heart, your mind, your soul, your body. But you got to allow him to. He wants you to, even though he knows it all, you still got to go to him. We don't hide. We're not ashamed. We're not embarrassed anymore, all right? Especially if you're in my Lace with Grace community. I don't want you to see other people who are being extremely disciplined and motivated through Christ and think, oh my gosh, I failed today, so I'm never engaging in this group again. Do not do that. That's not what it's for. And yes, I am yelling at you right now because I love you. Do not do that. You show up, sis. Because I guarantee you, someone on down the road that's being consistent, that you're seeing in there that's killing it, they're going to need to see that you're showing up later on down the road so they can be encouraged and they can be held accountable. All right? I love you so much. That was Friday's episode. I'll talk to you next Wednesday.